This WKNC podcast is sponsored by Visit Centennial, hosting a female-focused, fun-filled, and free community clothing swap on Saturday, March 21st from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on NC State's Centennial campus. Come ready to swap your gently worn clothing, shoes, and accessories. Visit eventbrite.com for more details. I'm DJ Psyched, and you're listening to the Get Psyched Podcast. Let's get psyched about music. Welcome. Today is the first episode of the Get Psyched About Reading podcast. This is the Get Psyched podcast, and I thought I'd do a series about reading because I love reading, and I'm really excited to start this series on the podcast. I only recently, like last year, really started getting into reading like as a hobby, doing it on my own. Before that, I honestly, I hated reading. I thought I was terrible at it. I took forever to read books, and I just I just never got into it because of that. And last year, um, I decided to try and start reading. I had some friends who read a lot, and I was like, well, I guess I should get on that. And it was fantastic. I found a lot of, like, books that I really love, and I just fell in love with reading. It's a great It's a great thing. I do it on the bus when I'm on the way to classes, before I go to sleep at night, whenever I can get a free moment. And I just love it so much. I wanted to share that love. I've tried to start like book clubs and all that, but it's really hard because, you know, everyone has different schedules and taste in books. And it's just hard to decide on a book that you're going to read and then set a time frame. And so I figured this podcast could be like my way of doing a little book club where I, I just have a book. I tell you what it is, and then I talk about it, and I'll tell you what I'm reading currently, and and then the episodes will just be like, okay, this is coming next, and if you want to read along with me, you totally could, and if you don't, you don't have to read the book, and so it's like a win-win, <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, PewDiePie has like some book club thing that he does sometimes with videos, and I thought that was really cool, and it kind of kind of got me to like consider reading more so hopefully if you aren't really that fond of reading yet uh maybe picking up some of these titles will will get you into it so yeah um today's book is a man called ove and i can't wait to get into this one this is a fantastic book but yeah uh i just want to before i get into it put in a slight warning there is talk of like suicide in this book uh, it's nothing really graphic and I'm not going to get into it a whole bunch, but it is a, a little part of the book and a part of the story. Uh, but yeah, today's book, A Man Called Ove by Frederick Backman. The length of this book, it's 337 pages. And as a little summary, because, you know, this is mostly a review, but I'll, I'll put in a little summary for anyone who doesn't know what the book's about. It's a novel about a widowed man uh, who decides that he doesn't really want to live without his wife after he's laid off from work. Like, he just lost his wife, and then he's laid off from work, and this guy's he's very orderly, and work is very important to Ove and system and doing things, what he says, like, the right way. So he decides he, he wants to join his wife in the afterlife, uh, but all of his attempts to do so fail because he's constantly interrupted by his neighbors, and he seems really cold to them and all that, but he does help them every time, uh, and he wants to be left alone, but every occasion that he gets where he can help someone he does which we'll get more into later um and eventually like you know his neighbors and them they grow a little closer or whatever and and it kind of it impacts the decisions that he was contemplating at the beginning of the book that's that's all i'll say because i don't want to give away too much and if i do 
uh, plan to give away something. I will say, spoiler alert, by the way, I'm not just going to drop the book for you just in case you haven't read it. But if you have, then, you know, let's let's get on that level. <laughs> Goodreads says that um, he has stout principles, strict rules, and a short fuse. People call him bitter neighbor, the bitter neighbor from hell, but must Ove be bitter just because he doesn't walk around with a smile plastered on his face all the time? And I, I like that point that they pointed out because he does... He mentions that in the book, like Ove is thinking to himself, like, what, just because I don't smile 24-7, people think I'm like a bitter person. And that's kind of the charming thing you get about Ove when you're reading this book. Ove is not like an angry, bitter, terrible person. He's a great character. He's he's a fantastic character. It's just his view on the world and the way the world has done him has has shaped the way that he interacts with the world. But he's still an incredibly amazing character. I mean, like I said, he may not be the most fond of his neighbors, but he always takes every chance that he can to help someone to help someone. And he might call you stupid <laughs> or ignorant for not knowing how to do something yourself because in his mind, like, who didn't learn to, to fix a bike growing up? Who could? Who can't do this for themselves? But he'll still help each person. So it's like, yeah, he has, he has his quirks, what makes him him, but he's not a bad guy just because he doesn't walk around smiling all the time. And I, I thought that was a... A cute little point so as for the review this is the cutest book that like I have read so far uh, I haven't read that many books so I think I just hit my 30 mark uh, since last year but it is adorable it's so charming uh, the characters are incredibly well done there's not a single character that was like that felt like they didn't belong or that didn't have a good development or something like it was it was a really well done book in my opinion uh, Ove's development is fantastic and heartwarming I do not cry when I watch movies or anything like that. I don't really care that much, but I I cried. I bawled my eyes out at this book. Like when I was laying in bed last morning when I finished this book, I was just laying there. I was like, all right, I only have like 30 pages left. I should just sit here and read it. And I was like bawling my eyes out just laying there alone because it was it was so good. It was so good. And I was like heartwarmed, which is something I, I don't usually say about things that I read or watch, but it was fantastic. And uh, yeah, the backstory is placed really nicely into this story. Like you kind of get what's happening at the moment and then they have a lot of flashbacks and it's just it's placed so well into the book and the pacing was amazing. Like I I found it really hard to put this book down because, you know, I, I read when I get the chance and I hated having to put this one down because of it's just so well done. And I know I'm I'm a very like overly optimistic book critic if you check my goodreads <laughs> i give five stars to a lot of books but that's if i really love it i love it I'm, I'm not ashamed to say that i i tend to favor towards books more but this book is it is quite amazing i mean i choose books based on what i think i'll like so i think that's why but i i can critique a book if i don't like it but anyhow <laughs> getting back into the story and the review there's a lot of social relevances that are discussed in this book. I think I really love it because of that. Like while you're reading it, you tend to think about society and life and you're like, whoa, what a what a perspective this character has. And uh, the author reflects back through the story. Uh, there's a lot of loss. Talk about loss in this book. Uh, that's a huge point in this book. Ove has experienced so much loss growing up and uh, is still experiencing loss as we see from uh, Ove losing his wife and you find out that his life was just full of loss and it really impacted who he was as a person like um yeah he just he had so much loss that he could hardly bear it at some point it changed who he was right his loss impacted his um 
willingness to be close to others and the way he interacted with others, people saw it as him being harsh, but he experienced so much loss. Like you can't really expect someone uh, who's gone through so much like that to not be impacted and, and change the way they interact with people. So instead, he kind of becomes this really independent figure. He like from I'm not going to spoil too much, but like he does talk about how like he, he grew up really fast because of all the loss he experienced. He uh, worked really hard. He worked jobs all the time and he, he learned how to do his own thing. He fixed everything in his house by himself. He did everything that he needed to do himself. He didn't like relying on other people. He knows how to do things the right way. He could fix anything in a home like he he just he became in control of himself and everything he did. He wanted to be in control. He wanted to know how to do everything for himself. And it's it's how he ended up coming up with like the right way. Like, oh, you should know how to do this. You should know how to back up a trailer and all that. Um, so, yeah, control and loss were, were big things for Ove. And uh this is why, like, later on in the book, like, he, he, he can't, he hates the system, he hates the man, he hates development in the world, like, he hates the whole, like, oh, like, now there's, like, all this technology, and, like, there's all these people wearing, he calls them, like, white shirts, like, you know, corporate people, he's like, oh, all these people in their, in their white shirts, and they drive these terrible cars, and he just, he fights the system so much throughout the book, because he sees injustices everywhere, and instead of taking it, he he puts his foot down and he fights with everything in him. And it's it's something that makes Ove's character so lovable is the fact that he will fight like <laughs> he will fight the system with everything in him for what he thinks is right. Like he fights for justice. He does not accept things the way they are. And it, it it's a very cute way of showing how like yes he may be stubborn and kind of mean but he has all the best intentions when he goes into these things like he he knows what's right he knows who he cares about and he's not going to let anyone stop him from caring about these people um so yeah he he never lets the white shirts win <laughs> he does everything he can not to and uh some other points in the book uh page 246 Sorrow is unreliable in that way. When people don't share it, there's a good chance it will drive them apart instead. I'm not really going to say what that was about because I'd be like a big spoiler alert. But like that, that line really got me like it's a really good one. Like, yeah, I don't know. The author had a really good way of like just dropping these lines that I was like, whoa. <laughs> and that's part of the reason I'm doing this book series is I think uh, far too often I read a book and during it, like my worldview is completely changing. And I'm like, this is so cool. Like, that's such a good point. Like, oh, yeah, you're totally right. And to be able to reflect on those moments and stop and like think about them a little more is pretty nice because that's that's a big one. Like, yeah, sorrow. Sorrow can definitely drive people apart, but it could also bring people together. And, and that's why. It's a tricky thing, you know, and I thought it was thrown in the book at a really good moment. Um, yeah. And then a little later in the book, another thing that comes up like near the end was like Ove says, like, I thought I had more time. And that's such a that's such a big thing when you're talking about the topic of death. Right. Like everyone always thinks, oh, I have all this time to do these things I want to do. Like I have time to make up with this person. I have time to fix this. I have time to do that. But but we never do. You know, you never know how much time you have. And we all think we have all this time. But like. Who knows, you know? So I, I thought that was a really nice uh, point that the author throws into the book a lot at the end. Um, yeah, and and like I said, the the whole book, there is a lot of talk about death and stuff. And at the end, uh, it really gets into like the social relevancies about death and how, how we all view death differently and how it impacts the way our lives 
are lived, uh, some of us tend to ignore it. Some of us live more passionately for it. And, and we all learn lessons when we think about death, you know. So uh, some questions I found on the book that I thought were, were pretty interesting was, did Ove change over the course of the book or did your opinion of him change based on what you learned about his past? And I thought that was a pretty interesting question to ponder on. If you've read the book, I definitely recommend pondering on it more, like more too. Um, I think Ove did change a bit in the book, uh, especially I think he let his relationships with his neighbors and all the people around him, I think he let them change him a little bit. Um, but I also do think that you you will see Ove's character very differently when you learn more about him. Uh, so I think it's definitely both. You know, like uh, there's some things that when you first start reading the book, you really don't understand his character that well. But when you do understand his character that well, you can see more moments of like him caring, more moments of how he how he handles things and why he handles them that way. But also he definitely changed uh, from the friendships that he was developing. And then uh, the second question was, what are Ove's issues with modernization? <laughs> and I thought this question was really funny just because like, yeah, like Ove, Ove mentions many times throughout the books how much he hates the new developing modern world, especially because they came after his sab. He loves that car and, and they've ruined it for him. He refuses to buy another car for the rest of his life because they have changed the way that they make these cars and they're not quality to him anymore. And he's he very much puts his foot down about uh, modernization a lot throughout the book. But something I thought that was so adorable was that later in the book, like spoiler alert, later in the book, he, he gets more into technology because of the people around him and he he'll he'll deal with it like he doesn't love it. But he does get a cell phone eventually and he doesn't love it, but he does buy his granddaughter that iPad because he loves her and she wants one. And then he helps his his new friend from the coffee shop with his car. He doesn't like the car. He wouldn't recommend he would buy that car, but he bought the car. He helped him buy the car. He helps him fix the car. And so I thought that was like a cute one because like you, you see a lot of his character development through how willing he is to interact with the modern world for the people around him. Um, yeah, and that's all I really have to say about that. I mean, there's not there's not a whole lot <laughs> more I could add without like spoiling things. So I'm just gonna give it my rating and my recommendation. I definitely give this one the full five stars. It's adorable. It's a great story. It's very, re uh, very well written. I believe this book was written uh, in Swedish originally, and this is the translation if I'm correct. Um, but yeah, amazing, amazing story. I'm really glad that I read it. <laughs> so I do recommend, I very much recommend that you read this. If you like cute stories, if you like uh, pondering, pondering society a little bit, honestly, if you just want like a very feel-good read that's original, unique, and just, just a fantastic read, yes, I do recommend it. All right. And uh, thank you for listening. You can find me on Goodreads. It'll be linked in the description of this podcast. Uh, and if you see any books that like I have read in the past or in my current reading that you think I should do for this podcast, you should totally let me know on there. You can message people there. And um, otherwise, on the next one, I'm going to do The Perks of Becoming a, or, blah, the Perks of Being a Wallflower by Stephen Chbosky which I, I just read like literally the other day. I read this book in one day because it's spring break and I finally have time and it was fantastic because I have not had time to do my reading 
a whole lot throughout the school year. But yeah, that that's the one I just read. It's the one I plan on doing next. Fantastic read, but I'll get more into that in the next episode. Um, and I'm currently reading, or I'm currently starting the Harry Potter series. I'm on the first book right now. This is the first time I've ever read them. Super behind, but I think it'll make an interesting series. Uh, being 21 and in uh 2020 and reading the harry potter series for the first time because i'm very very behind anyways thank you for listening uh if you have any thoughts or comments do let me know and let's stay psyched about reading